That was live and the Dolphins cry here on Sin 90.7. You are listening to Raise the Platform. In the studio today, we have got Bella. Hi. Veronica. Hi. Myself, Jaden, Alex, and we have got a special guest here, Warwick, who is Alex's dad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, hello, Warwick. How's hello, it going? Warwick. Great to be here. <laughs> um, so, we have a few questions for you, if you don't mind answering them. Sure. Okay. So, you have three children, is that correct? Two. Two, two children. One. One abled and one disabled? That's right. So... What is the difference between having an able-bodied child and a disabled child? Well, Alex, Alex was my firstborn, so um, so to me, there you know, there was no difference for the first fifteen years. It was it was Alex, and um, um, you know, especially early on, she was you know just a child, same as everyone else, and you know, I, I suppose we we did a lot of hospital visits and hospital clinics, and right. And um, you know, Alex. Alex did swimming lessons when she was when she was very young, and um, you know, we we treated her the same as I think we would treat anyone. Um, mm. was, you know, there was a certainly big for a parent. There was a big learning curve uh, in the early days when it yeah. came to understanding spina bifida and public hospitals. But you know, we tried to do the same things as as any anyone else would do. Yeah, of course. Um, is there anything you don't think you would have done in your life if you didn't have a disabled child? Oh, of course. You know, we, you know, with a, a child with a disability, you reach out to the to the broader uh, broader community and and understanding more about the community and what makes up up uh, up a community. Um, we, um, you know, Alex Alex did a. Um, you know, we went to a small sporting group, so it was it was like a little um, like a little athletics called um, sports and recreation for disabled children. Oh, so, awesome. oh, that's awesome! So it was it was great. We had uh, we had a we had a Russian teacher there who who taught um, javelin and uh, discus and shot put. Wow! We had uh, others in there that taught basketball and um, all sorts of um, ball sports, um, gym work. Bit of work about um, around the chairs, how to how to get up and down gutters and all that sort of stuff, as well as as well as sports. So, <clears throat> so she was involved in in lots of different sports, and she did really well there. And and she was a bit of a mentor to um, to some of the other kids. So that was really good. Um, you know, later in life, um, or later on, we played uh, we played basketball together at Knox in, uh, in wheelchairs, and that was that was certainly a lot of fun to hop in a wheelchair and. And play with everyone. That does sound fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> it was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. Um, and then later, Alex took up cycling, and probably talk about that a bit more later. But um, mm. and so now we, uh, you know, she cycles uh, right throughout Asia. So. The infamous cycle power. She is. Oh, yes. She is. You did it before Alex took it up. I think it was the year before. You did the year before, and then year after. In Cambodia, and then the year afterwards, I think Alex Alex took it up. Yeah, that's right. I did um, uh, Vietnam. I'll be on a hand first. cycle. The Vietnam was the first one. Yeah, so um, so Alex came along. I think uh, her first one was Fiji. So she did a uh, she she did a great effort in Fiji. It was nearly six hundred kilometres up and down lots of big hills, and um, but that was great. So so really, it's um, you know, I'd get to know it a broader sense of the community because of um, because of Alex and what she's brought to us. Fantastic. 
Awesome. What challenges did you face in home regarding changes and adaptability? Uh, Alex is um, she's always been fairly mobile. She can get up and down stairs with her crutches, which is great. But but obviously, as she uh, as she gets older, she's she'll need to um, you know stairs will be a lot more of a challenge to her, etc. Um, she broke her leg um, a few years ago. Ouch! Oh. 2010. We've mentioned this story before. <laughs> We've actually mentioned this story before. She yeah. She fell over in the bathroom. Ow! <laughs> something, something oh, very okay. simple. Oh, but, um, Ow, that would hurt. But yeah, so so her mobility <laughs> was was very challenged then in and around the house, and and at that time I think I was living in a two story house, so uh, oh, wow. Alex, Alex couldn't get up and down the stairs unfortunately. Oh, so, um, but her mother's place was um, uh, they had to put ramps in etc to get around. Yeah. Um, fortunately, she spent some time with um, with my parents. And uh, they live in a, um, a you know, retirement village, so the houses are quite accessible to people with disabilities. So I think without that, we would have uh, we would have been in trouble. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. sounds like it. Mm. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So we, I mean, we're looking. You know, I'm looking to buy an apartment in town, and my uh, my only concern is that I buy an apartment in town, and uh, you know, Alex stays there, and and uh, there's a fire, and you can't use a lift. Mm. So. So yeah. it's a bit Makes of concern sense. about that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah of course. Mm. Uh, we're going to go to another song now. This is Simply the Best by Tina Turner. You're listening to Sing 90.7, Raise the Pipe. That was Tina Turner and Simply the Best here on Raise the Platform on Sing 90.7. We are continuing our chat with Warwick. Yes. Alex's dad. Yeah. And we're going to start off with Veronica, who's got a question. No, Bella. With Bella. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, what sort of experiences have you had with regarding to access and discrimination when you're in the community? I think uh, generally people are are very eager to help Mm. and and some some do well and, and, and others don't. Yeah. But uh, I suppose, I, I don't know, I seem to have this fascination about car parks and I always look mm. at car parks and disabled car parks. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> and I just wonder how, how in the world some, some people can come up with these uh, uh, disabled car park and then have, have gutters around yeah, it. There's oh no my way gosh. in the world you can get up and down. There's or one right them. near um, what, where what Hungry Jack's was, right around yeah, the corner the on street. Swanson Street. Yeah, and annoying. That mm. is a bugger. We had a... Bit of a rant on that a couple of weeks ago. Yes, mm. we did. <laughs> it's amazing that they uh, that people just don't have anyone to. I don't know whether they they can't find anyone to consult with, or mm. or they can't just um, find someone to uh, to help them out, understand mm. what you need, and all you need is a ramp and a bit of room to be exactly able to get up right. and down. <laughs> That's all. Mm. It's not that difficult. Nope. Mm. No. No way. No. I suppose you know one of the other challenges that Alex has really is. Um, you know, she was uh, she was uh, she went to a job interview and by an agency that specialises in people with disability. And uh, when she arrived at the place, there was a uh, there was a staircase that um, that probably all of us would would be puffed out by the time we got to the top. <laughs> so a long wooden staircase, which was absolutely ridiculous. So sometimes, you know, they just uh, they just don't think really. Mm. No, they don't. Mm. Yeah. So, so unfortunately, Alex, Alex had to walk away and miss out on that uh, oh. that interview. 
That's frustrating. That's so it bad. It is. What is it like taking some a child with a disability on holidays? Oh, I, th- I, th- I think the main thing is things take longer. Mm. Oh, yeah. yes, they do. <laughs> you just can't rush. And no. you, if you rush, you just get you just get more frustrated and frustrated. Oh. So, you know, things like, um, you know, Alex, you know, walks on crutches most of the time or when it's, you know, if it's, if it's a short distance. So we used to go camping um, up along the beach mm. and uh, for Alex to, um, to get to the sand or get onto the sand, get to the water with crutches, it just... Uh, it's a very difficult thing to do. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of skill to be able to use crutches in the sand. And um, so you just had to, I had to carry everything, mm-hmm. so the boards and the yeah. towels oh, and, the, <laughs> and everything else. And Alex had, Alex had plodded along. She'd get there in the end. So, But yeah, it's probably one of the main things. Things just take longer. Yeah. You know, obviously some places you couldn't go to that you'd like to go, um, you know, you you can't go to a cave. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no. You can't go caving. No, 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 not with all the stairs to go down. No. Mm. But, but you know, I think a lot of places nowadays are um, are better at, at, at wheelchair access. So, so, but we still, you know, we managed to do just about everything everyone else could do, mm-hmm. and, and uh, had a lot of fun along the way, and you know, caravan parks and cabins and. Perfect. That's awesome. Alex has had several hospital stays and appointments. What is the, that like for a parent to go through? Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. The uh, public hospital system, it's, it, it certainly has a lot of challenges. Um, well, thankfully, we have Medicare here. Thank <laughs> <laughs> goodness we do. Yes, well, that's one thing. But, um, you know, it's, it's very difficult to, uh, to watch your daughter go through some of the operations that of she's course. had. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, I can remember a couple of occasions where, uh, where a nurse was trying to find a vein, and Alex's veins are pretty good. You can usually see her veins quite well, but um, this nurse just couldn't. And she spent about 10 minutes just stabbing and stabbing with this needle oh, trying oh to find God. a... Um, oh, my God. Number of misfires. <laughs> oh, God. So misfires. All misfires, and... yes, unfortunately. So... Um, so I had to, I had to actually ask her to leave because I just couldn't, I just couldn't stand it either. Oh, I would have gone mad. I don't, I don't like needles either. So, um, so, so I sent her away, and then fortunately uh, another lady came in with a lot more experience and just found the, found the vein straight away. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, wow. And then probably another occasion which was a little bit more severe was um, Alex was in hospital and she had, uh, she had shunt issues, and she, oh. so she had a shunt draining externally from her body and the, the shunt is brain fluid that that um that continually builds up um and normally we would it just goes into our bowel but uh, alex's is blocked so she needs a valve so it was draining into a bucket and um one of the nurses uh turned the valve off and then of course alex was getting headaches and that was because of uh, oh, the fluid was increasing in her brain oh my gosh and i had a from few conversations hydrocaf Hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so, um, so they kept giving Alex codeine, and I and I said to the said to the nurse, the hospital staff, you know, this that tap should be draining. This is why mm-hmm. she's got a headache. And they argued and argued, and finally asked. I demanded to see the neurosurgeon, who uh, was Miss Lewis, who was um, a fantastic person, and uh, she came up straight away, turned the valve on, and and uh, I, the. Um, the Pressure. hospital staff afterwards were very, uh, very sheepish when they came back in the room. <laughs> oh, yes, I can. The pressure 
went off her head and... Well, she did, and, and Miss Lewis didn't mince, mince her words uh, very often. She was a fantastic uh, neurosurgeon, so... So, but, but I think, you know, it, it teaches you, it certainly teaches you to speak up and mm. ask oh, questions. Oh, definitely. Yep. You know, doctors, doctors make mistakes and, you know, they're only human. Of course. So, um, so speak up, ask questions and, and get a second opinion. Alex was going to have a massive operation a, um, a few years ago and we got a second opinion and, and I'm glad we did because she would have spent 18 months in... in um, Oh, out of action, really. Oh, God. Uh, that would be horrible. Aww. And for nothing. So, oh. Yeah. So always get a second opinion and, um, and you know, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask a doctor. A yeah, question. definitely, I think. Yeah, so. We're going to go to a song. This one is called Sonnet by The Verve. You are on Sin 90.7. Raise the platform. That was The Verve and Sonnet here on Scene 90.7. We're having an interview with Warwick, who is Alex's dad, for, yes. this, for this week. Yep. Now we're going to go to Veronica. Thank you, Jaden. How annoying is paperwork? <laughs> it's just endless, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> completely. It goes on and on and on. I remember Alex's, uh, Alex's medical records were... I think they were in three folders by the end. Oh my goodness! Really? Gosh! <laughs> and they always uh, they always lost one folder. There was always one that went missing. Yeah. Oh a different my god! Name oh, tell me about it. Hi for name. She had a one her mum's name and 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 one was on her dad's on my name. So so we had to remember to uh, we had to remember her medical number. That was the best thing to do. <laughs> Whenever you went into an emergency, we just gave them didn't worry about her name. Just a medical gave, number. Gave a medical Luckily, number, they and oh, then they god. could find it. Well. Some things now go digital, and well, some things mm. actually now in, on the system, on a digital system now. So mm. no need to carry around massive, massive folders. folders. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so certainly paperwork. I mean, it, it's just uh, it gets so repetitive, you know. Yeah. No, oh, it sounds annoying. It's like the same question over and over and over again. Mm. You yeah. would think that they, you know, would just remember. And not have to continually ask the same question. <laughs> well, I think in the digital word world, you, sh- you should be able to just yeah, jump on the internet and exactly. find all the information that you need. Exactly. And it's a bit like getting a, 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 a disabled car park <laughs> ticket where where Alex has to go every two years and and prove uh, she has a prove, dis- she, mm. <laughs> prove she has a disability. That just sucks that you have to do that yeah, because it uh, will affect you your whole life. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's not going Two away. years, every two years for something that's just that is ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. I, I still have the disability and it's not getting better. <laughs> <laughs> it's just staying the same. So, Well, maybe the NDIS is going to help in that, but who knows. But uh, um, certainly a lot of paperwork. And, and I think, um, you know, we had a lot of medical students too in the early days and they would come and they'd have a, a list of questions and we'd, we'd write out answers. And, mm. and you know, you, you, you try and help the medical Junior med- junior medics because you know they're there to help you in the future. So, so there's a lot of paperwork with that. And yeah. Mm. Um. So regarding school, were there any challenges you faced? I think uh, Alex's primary school was was very good. Uh, her friend, um, her friend Rosie, was already at the school, so mm. the school made a lot of changes uh, 
for Rosie. So by the time Alice got there two years later or a year later, um, you know they were already they already knew about uh, what they had to do. And but at primary school they were they were very involved. They got Alex involved in in a lot of um, a lot of activities. Um, obviously, sport was a bit of a challenge. Mm. Um, but she had um, you know SRDC on the weekends, so so that was that was covered. Uh, but they involved her right throughout her primary school, and and I think she enjoyed her primary school. Yeah, it was quite good. That's awesome. Yeah, high school was a bit was a bit different. It was a bit disappointing that the high school that we put her into. You know, they made a lot of promises, and mm. you know they're going to spend a lot of money on this and that, and and I really just think at the end of the day they. Just uh, got the extra income from the from the government and use it in other areas as well, and not just not just for Alex. So mm. That is annoying. She had an aid which um, which was which was funded by her, but uh, was shared with a lot of other people. So mm. yeah, you know, it would have been um, you know there were some of the toilets that they moved, and but um, but you know a lot of promises. Um, you know, her sports teacher just couldn't. Couldn't think of anything for Alex to do. Really, at the end, it was very disappointing, and, and didn't go out of his way to to try and involve her at all. Mm. Um, I don't know. Maybe a different school may have been better, a school with more support and understanding for Alex in sport and and emotional needs. Mm. But, um, Definitely. Yeah, it was a challenge. Mm. I remember my primary school. Um, they had, you know, I had gone through primary school without any, you know, anything there to help me with the stuff and as soon as I left they put in an elevator they put in ramps and it was just annoying oh my goodness oh, they should dedicate they should dedicate it to you yeah they should <laughs> should put your uh, name on it I don't think my primary school remember me <laughs> I'm sure they do um, do you think that there should be improvements to disability access funding awareness support all that I think I think Alex, uh, Alex I think Australia is uh, you know is no doubt improving its recognition of um, people with disability. Definitely. Um, uh, disability sports and recreation, which we're which we're both a member, uh, they you know they, they, they do a fantastic job in in helping people find a sport and find a team. They're a great supporter of uh, bonding and community and and. Um, you know, helping helping with your self self worth of uh, people with a disability. So you know, sports wise, there's a lot of there's a lot of support. They're great people. The NDIS is a um, is a great start, or will be soon when mm. it comes. When yeah, comes. when it comes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think so. I think you know, sport and community is very good. I think I think what's lacking really is uh, employment opportunities. Yeah, I agree. Agree. I think so. I don't think, uh, you know, my, my belief is that employees don't have enough education or understanding of people with a disability and what they require. Mm-hmm. I know, um, I know for Alex, she um, she wants to, com- Alex wants to contribute to society. You know, mm. be like everyone else, uh, earn money, and not not from government handouts, but through her own abilities. Yeah. I agree. I Definitely. So we, you know, we're we're making uh, we're, we're making better access for people with disabilities so they can get out and enjoy life, but they can't afford to use them because we can't get a job. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's extremely frustrating and emotionally it draining is. to see Alex continually go go through agencies and interviews and and not get anywhere. 
know, yeah. it's, it's amazing she can um, she can cycle around Fiji, Thailand, mm. um, Cambodia. Where else? Laos. Laos. That's another one. <laughs> Laos. Um, but um, but she can't you know she can't get a an opportunity to get a full time job. Mm. And I think that's I think that's something that we've got a lot of work to do. And and um, let's hope we can oh. we can get something there. Yeah. Let's just hope it happens. Fingers crossed. Change. <laughs> Um, I think we're going to go to another song now. Yes, it is Drown Out by Manny Jane. You're on C9.7 Race Platform. Manny Jane. And Drown It Out here on C9.7 Race Platform. We continue our interview with Warwick. Yes. What are the perks to having a child with a disability? <laughs> well, well, I think car yeah. parking is probably uh, it's probably the one I remember. Um, I used to take Alex up to Lake Mountain. And we used to go tobogganing, and um, no matter how cold it was or whatever, we'd uh, we'd pull up at the at the gate at um, at the well, at the start of Lake Mountain and flush the flush the car parking disability badge, and and we were allowed to go right to the top of the mountain and park right next to the toboggan run. So awesome! So it was fantastic. We didn't have to carry the toboggan oh, up gosh. the hill and and the wheelchair and everything else. So so I think that's that's good. You know, I think I think people um, people do go out of their way to help you if you're in a restaurant or something. They'll find something for you. Yeah. Some people fuss a little bit too much, but others just get get on with the job and and help you out. So. You know, people. Uh, there's a lot of people out there with good hearts. So. Yeah, there are. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Okay. Um, so for people out there um, who have children with disabilities and are thinking, well, where, what? I need help. Like, I need a bit of guidance. Are there any suggestions of people or places you can go? Uh, look, you know, there's there's certainly. Um, times when you uh, you don't have answers and you, you think you're the only one else in the world going through the same issues but you know it's not and, and really talking talking to people uh, you know helps you and in your community groups um, you know we're a member of the Spina Bifida Foundation so we can always ask people there and, and you know it's good to get into these community um, areas I, I've read a couple of books on raising raising kids and Steve, Budup, Steve Biddup books are quite good and I'm reading one from uh, Dr. Arne Rubenstein about uh, you know kids coming from from uh, or getting into their teenage years. Um, also, a member of the Fathering Project team, which is a, which is on which is on Facebook, and they always give you pointers and how to how to communicate with kids and different ages. Oh yeah, yeah, that's I think, pretty good. That sounds yeah, good. I think, yeah, I think the importance of fatherhood is is. Um, is is getting more importance and is understood more of how important father fathers are in in raising children mm. these days. Definitely. Mm. Mm. So. Well, we're going to go to another song. This is "Sweet Devotion" by Adele. You're on scene 90.7 and you're listening to Race Platform. <laughs> That was Adele and Swiss Devotion here on Race the Platform. So, Father's Day just was ended. What did you do on Father's Day, Warwick? Well, actually, I went to uh, went to Mount Buller for three days. I went up on Friday and and uh, took my young son Austin to the snow for the 
for, um, for the first time he was uh, skiing. So we've been tobogganing as I used to take Alex up to Lake Mountain. So we've done that a couple of times and I thought, oh, he's eight now. So maybe it's time uh, yeah. he'd learned how to ski. So oh, nice. fun. So he did. We stayed in a chalet up at Mount Buller and um, got, his, got all his ski gear. And I think he, he had his goggles on. Probably the day before, so I couldn't get his goggles off. Oh. His snow goggles. That's so nice. <laughs> so I've got a picture of him the day before down the bottom of the mountain with his snow goggles on, ready oh. to go. Oh, cool. So we put him into a school, into um, a ski school on the Saturday morning, and he learned how to learn how to do the snowplow, ski along, and and he was uh, up there in the ski school. There was a there was a there was a boy on a um, on a ski. At, Disabled ski, they call it oh, a cool. sit ski. Yeah, there was a boy on a sit ski. He was learning how to ski as well, which was great. So, so we did a three-hour course, and and then uh, we took him, uh, threw him on the on the uh, chairlift, and <laughs> up we went up Burke Street, and up and up and down we went about ten times on the Saturday, and, <laughs> which was great. And I said, right, tomorrow, which was uh, was going to be Father's Day. I said, well, for Father's Day, I'll take you up to the summit. Oh wow! And we'll, awesome. snow, we'll ski the summit, and but that's the Burke Street, as in the main thoroughfare that's at right. Mount Buller. That's right. Not <laughs> the city one. Not in Melbourne. No. <laughs> Not in Melbourne. <laughs> Do you imagine that? No, no. It was that was very white. It was uh, good actually. The snow was great. So, so we got up um, that morning, and um, unfortunately, the wind was blowing so much that they. They didn't have the summit cheerlift open, so oh wow! So we had to just go Burke Street up and down. So, mm. so he said, "Just we'll just do it once, Dad." I said, "Okay, we'll just do it once," and then we did it again, <laughs> and again, and I think we we finally finished about one o'clock in the afternoon and, oh, wow. and uh, went oh. and had lunch. So, oh. so he did he, he did a great job. So it was it was it was a lot of fun up there. The snow was the snow was great this year. So oh, that's so nice. So he's put in his Christmas order for. <laughs> Skis. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, good on you, Austin. <laughs> well, our Father's Day was pretty quiet, but because the night before we had my brother turn 20, 20 last Saturday. Oh, well, happy birthday to your brother. Yeah, and what? Yeah. Yeah, and we had like a party in that. A few of his mates came along. He plays footy and a few of his... Mates came along. We also had a barbecue on upstairs for the, because we, coincidentally invited some, some of my mum and dad's friends over for a barbecue and that. Mm. So yeah, it was pretty quiet. Mm, barbecue's always good. Veronica, what did you do? Last Sunday, my brother and I were at our dad's house and, we had a barbecue lunch with family over and that was fun. Oh, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. So we just had a nice Father's Day with family. Did Dad cook? Um, did he cook on the... Did he cook on the barbecue? I think, I think so. Yes, yeah, that's right. We had sausages and they were flavoured. Mm. They were pretty mm. yummy. Mm. Yum. Mm. As for me, I literally did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I chose to go last. <laughs> Because I actually did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> My dad didn't get out of bed till about one o'clock. So one o'clock. It was a very nice, relaxing day for him. Yeah. He deserved it, so he can do it. <laughs> but yeah, so there you go. Yeah. So um, um, that 
concludes our interview with Warwick. Thank you so much for coming in and having Thank a chat with us. In. No worries, it's great. I was, I, was, I was thrilled to be invited, to be mm. honest. So yeah. It was great. Oh, that's really fantastic. Enjoyed it. Thank you. Um, I think we're going to head to another song, no? No. no. Okay, we are actually going to end the show right now. Um, so, so um, yes, it's been a good show. Yeah, so I think everyone will be here next week, but unfortunately I won't. Oh. Um, I'm actually turning 21 on next Saturday. Oh. So, thank you. <laughs> thank happy you. Happy birthday right now. Happy One. birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you, Bella. Happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you, guys. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, so I hope you have a good. Oh, yes, I'm going overseas. Overseas. Yes. So um, yeah, I'm gonna go spend some time with some family that I don't see very often. So. Um, we are off to Singapore. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Have you so, been there before? Yes, I have. Oh. So I've got my, I've got an uncle and his family there. So we're gonna go stay with them for a bit. Oh. So yeah, it's gonna be fantastic. Mm, sounds, sounds good. Yeah. Mm. So it's a great place to, great place to go. Singapore. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love Singapore. Mm. So yeah, hope you guys have a good week next week. <laughs> yes, I'm I just, hope you I'm have just a happy birthday. Oh, yes. thank you. I'm just commandeering the mic. Oh, just, just for a Alex second. Alex is back. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> I have been in the studio the whole time. Yeah, Sue's well. back. back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so next week uh, I plan to kidnap somebody and uh, they might have an interview waiting for them And you might the like this person. You may know yeah, this person very might, well. You might know yes. this person from last year. Um, I haven't actually asked her. So, <laughs> so if she's listening, this could be quite funny. Uh, yeah, so we might we might hear from uh, Rosie, who was the EP of last year. Last year. Yay! <laughs> yeah, because uh, she's been doing some exciting exciting work. Yeah. So I'd be keen to ask her what she's been up to mm. this Sounds past awesome. year. Uh, yeah, so hopefully she's keen. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's the uh, show for today, and uh, we'll see you next week. Hopefully yeah. with a special guest. <laughs> Hopefully. <Yep. laughs> All right.